Hello everybody welcome to the Brain Cage podcast this is Shan and my guest for today is Ronnie Jones a transformational life coach and the author of the book it starts with i he's on a mission to help turn 1000 good guys into great men being through extreme adversity himself and building by the bootstrap he's leading by example on his journey he has learned lots of invaluable lessons many of which he shares on the podcast this conversation is about showing up and facing life no matter what it's about being vulnerable and owning your own story and above all else it's about what it means and takes to be what ronnie calls a great man i hope this inspires you to forge your own unique path in life and i'll see you around let's get it since today morning i'm uh, diving deep into who you are your work man what a story you have i have to say it's truly inspirational and thank you man it's a journey of trials and tribulations so i wanted to start from there let's start from from where you are coming from where are you now what led you here where are you trying to go and where are you trying to lead other men it's a loaded question it's a big question i know yeah 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 But no i love that let's go there quickly yeah that's that took my mind in like five different directions at the same time um yeah so yeah long story short it was really rough growing up um you know everybody has gone through something like that but the most important lessons that i've kind of pulled away from from all of those experiences is just understanding we are animals <laughs> you know we're not innately evil or innately good mm. we are animals with consciousness mm. and so me understanding that i i just got obsessed we're trying to understand what this thing the mind is and why people do what they do and why like how did all of this happen where are we going to go um like the 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 dating coaches and the pickup artist stuff yeah. and i was surrounded by a lot of men that were basically in abusive relationships and i i, I lost a couple of friends mm-hmm. to suicide and things like that and i remember one day at work like i thought i was doing everything to be the chef right I thought grinding really hard working two or three jobs doing all these side hustles because I thought I was going to be a chef. Okay. And I remember getting this message that my friend took his life and then everything flashed back in all of my relationships like mm. I can't do this cuz I'm busy at work. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't right. go to this birthday party because I have to work. I made it my mission from that point on that I would never be too busy at work. to communicate with people or, or have experiences with you know the holidays or the family situations like that it's no longer going to be an excuse and so that I took that and went down a different path I went down into sales and then slowly just evolved into into coaching so that's kind of where I am now and yeah so my mission is I want to I want to get 1000 guys that are you know the quote unquote good guy you know they are really good guys but they don't have the qualities that's going to you know manifest them as like a pillar in the community or you know a strong leader things things like that so i want to take what i've learned and implement that into them and kind mm-hmm. of just a thousand stronger men that's going to raise the vibe of the planet so when when you pictureize a great man what comes in your mind i mean there's like there's so many different avatars man like the rock he has a lot of qualities that inspire me mm-hmm. sad guru yeah you know completely different avatar but you know the the components are there 
Hmm. You know, are you familiar with Jocko Willink? Jocko Willink, yes. Yeah, David Goggins. So those are like, those are my ideal avatars. Hmm. You know, that's just the grittiness and the rough around the edges and not caring about what other people think and just determination, just go, go, go. Yeah, and as I said, uh, since today morning, I'm diving deep into your work. And from that, I realized that we are kind of on a same mission. This my concept of brain cage and your concept of five pillars. It's quite the same. So here we are talking about evolution, right? Evolution of human consciousness. We are talking about development. Yeah. And what I realized that your work is kind of when I think about good men. So they are good at a certain aspect in their life and other aspects of their life, which is other pillars uh, using your framework. They are not working, but something is working in their life. And from right now, from those example you have give, given, those men are kind of fully fledged men, right? They are not just great at any one thing. Maybe they are great at one thing, but they are also good at on other pillars as well. For example, Dwayne Johnson, he is when it comes to mindset, he's like hyper focused. When it comes to health set, he's very broad, right? Very above the lane. Yeah. Same with Sadhguru. Same with, I think, Jocko Willink. So is this the like right explanation of what you're doing, uh, trying to do, uh, trying to create this fully fledged multidimensional men? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's a lot of stuff in the world going and, you know, we need, we need to, we need to do better. We spend so much time on our phone. You know what I mean? That time could be used, you know, <laughs> right. building. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I've read your full book. I've completed the book. <laughs> it's a... <laughs> it's a short book and yeah what i love most about the book is it's very precise like you have not tried to if i, I was thinking like if ever i wrote a, wrote a book or if somebody will write a book they will think let's make this thick right but what you have done you have just kept it very very precise and straight to the point and as you mentioned like it's a kind of a intro to what you are doing yeah so I thought right. I should finish it with, before talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, so. Thank you for that, man. That's, that's good feedback. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I realized that people want the results right now. Mm. They want to see what it would look like and they don't want to put in the work. So I try to find like that middle ground to be like, hey, wake up. And hopefully yeah. that can inspire, you mm. know, because if you don't inspire, you won't acquire, basically. Mm. Speaking of work, uh, so I, uh, another good thing about the book was that half of the book was kind of inspirational kind of giving mental tools and the rest half was to persuade the person to take action what right. i have uh, seen like most books when it comes to this personal development industry that they are just blabbering stuff and they don't <laughs> let you know like how the hell you're gonna get it done <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah, so I it's so it's like this. I got into personal development over ten years ago, and it took me ten years hmm. to get to a point. You know what I mean? When if I would have just had some kind of a spark, it would have yeah. saved me that ten years of like researching all of these concepts hmm. that they didn't make any sense. So what I was trying to do is just like I wrote in the intro of the book. I I don't want to be inflammatory, but I hmm. do want to piss you off enough to get off of your ass and do something. Right. Yeah, that was Starts the full the extension of the book. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, sir. <laughs> I, I was like, like it, it's it's a great start of the book, 
my all my senses are heightened after <laughs> reading this <laughs> <laughs> what's going to come next okay <laughs> that good, is good, good man so yeah so, <laughs> so we are here talking about change talking about human development and the book also starts with this phrase on change that only thing which is permanent is impermanence mm. and you said the world is changing so fast and you gave gave many examples and the, the line hit me was the new normal is only normal until the new normal takes place <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so we have to constantly evolve we have to constantly change keep changing ourselves and talking of that i came across this term called psychological fixation i had a picture okay in my mind because we all get fixated at some point in their life i have been there i'm sure you have also been there in your life and it's very hard to get that ba- breakthrough and as i like to say like human change either through discomfort or either they change from getting inspired right that's why i i, like, I want to start with your story so people can get a little bit of inspiration from that so let's talk about like this concept psychological fixation and how to overcome that okay cool yeah so for the first major part of my life i i identified with um the world being against me you know the victim mentality um right. like the the man holding you down you know the the racism kind of just a mess just darkness and then the next level i started shifting away from that and then i started to identify with what i did i was an artist i was a musician i was a chef like that was me i am yeah. these things and so the next concept when i started meditation was my name and so then i started trying to build a legacy and then mm-hmm. another wall over that was now this is where i am currently i don't remember who i am mm-hmm. that's my stage right so i can yeah. create the the landscape the scenery and then start the show that's where i am right now mm-hmm. does that make sense are you following me yeah so it's, it's a series of shifts mm-hmm. and I I honestly I don't know that there is one way to to get over that fixation. What happened for me and I, I don't I don't remember if I alluded to it in the book mm. but a friend of mine took me on a trip in Denver, Colorado and we mm. went way high in the mountains. And I was yeah. going through it <clears throat> and I just I looked down and it I, just something just kind of exploded in my mind where you could see mm. this huge city millions of people but it's only this big and then yeah. it kind of started mm. i i was like man there's lawyers and there's doctors and there's all these people taxi drivers taking mm. all these people like you could just see it you know like a video game and it just mm. blew my mind and so that yeah alleviated that for me i would say that maybe a rite of passage mm. or an experience like that mm and through meditation yeah i i had a same similar experience uh, for the first time like last year i went on a flight went on a plane from there when i looked down it looked like like humanity is kind of this one big giant organism maybe i can and like people are like these tiny cells 
ஆமாங்கிட்டேன் <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they really do, man. It's just bland <laughs> silvers and grays and yeah. Yeah. So what did you experience in the plane? Like what what happened in your mind when you started to make that realization that you know it was just a bunch of it's an organism. What happened was like I was wondering when I saw from the top and I when had I had this realization like it's like a one big giant organism. so another realization was like a body has to be healthy right if the organism has to be healthy if the organism wants to flourish if the organism wants to develop if each cell will keep telling the other cells that you want to you have to grow you have to become good you have to become great and do this do that blah 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 it's not going to happen okay and if that cell is not working out on himself himself he is suffering himself he is not focusing on his growth but suppose he did nothing he preached nothing he said nothing that self he just focused on his own healing his own flourishing so what that self is will cause a kind of ripple effect right yes to other cells as well and i read this in your book also what goes on in this social aspect of our life how one thing kind of transfers to other just you being there right so suppose uh, that cell focused on his own healing his own flourishing so eventually other cells will get uh, influenced by that cell right right and without doing anything he'll in his own way he'll start changing the world yes so 100%. this was the profound realization and after that what i did if someone is listening then i'm talking and if the second i realized that this person is not interested in what i'm saying or interested in like he is not having a conversation he is just a listener or he is just a talker right so i just stop waiting for their turn to speak right yeah so i just yeah. uh, get out of the conversation as quickly as possible because nothing is happening there no exchange is happening no like there is no kind of coming back to that analogy of the uh, organism like all the cells have to work in harmony right if the organism has to yes function well yes okay so here's in our intro I was trying to explain how the universe and us were you know kind of the exact same thing a reflection of the opposite right hmm. what you just said is like you take a a marble yeah and you drop it in the water mm. and that that ripple goes out mm. everything in the universe works like that mm. and so to to dovetail into what you were saying about healing yourself first that's exactly what the whole mission and purpose of the book and what I'm doing right now was was to just yeah. shine light on that fact so it's like it's like radioactivity mm. so you can be toxic and negative and put that marble and that's what you're going to spread yeah but if you work on yourself it's kind of like those waves come backwards and people get attracted to you right so then you can expand and then that ripple will happen 
So all of this talking and, and coaching and exploring these ideas is cool, but it's not going to do anything because what's mm. going to happen is they're just going to keep doing the same stuff as soon as that interaction is done. Right. Right. Mm. So you have to, you, it starts with I, I. Yeah. Right? That's me. the name of the book. It starts with me. It starts mm. with me. It starts mm. with you. It's I, I have to, I am responsible. Mm. I am the director of my own movie. I'm the actor in my movie. I'm the mm. producer, the editor. I, me, I, 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 me, mm. me, 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 my, my, my. That's where it starts. Mm. <laughs> There's a saying, right? Like everybody wants to change the world, but nobody wants to change themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, there's a great poet, Rumi. He also said something on the similar theme. Uh, yesterday I was stupid, so I wanted to change the world. And today I'm wise, so I'm changing <laughs> myself. <laughs> so it's, it's in the podcast, I also say... A lot of times, and this is one of the core theme of the podcast is everything starts inward. When we think about change, we start to think about what can we change outwards, what what can happen outwards, what other people can do for us or what other people can like, how other people can change their behaviors, which will impact our life. But what I realized on my journey is like other people's behavior is not impacting me. My own mind is getting impacted because there is some hurt inside me, which is getting hurt. Hmm. Uh, can you expand on that a little bit? Suppose uh, right now I said, uh, Ronnie, you look like a pink elephant. <laughs> Nothing happened, right? And suppose right. I say, Ronnie, you're a terrible coach. You know that I read your book and it was fucking ugly. Hmm. Something will hit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Got it? So we, there are our own insecurities inside us. And when somebody points a finger on that, when somebody points a finger on our own wounds, our own psychological wounds, then we get hurt. If there is nothing, mm. you will not get hurt. Okay. Mm. So how do you get there? <laughs> how do you get there? There is no toolbox. How you get there? It's just through sheer awareness. Like at that moment, when I said that if at that moment you can manage to be aware of that feeling, whatever will come across that awareness, it will dissolve itself. Habits like you, you are a coach, you might know like how habits are formed. It's a habit. Habits are formed through unconsciousness. What are you unconscious of? It goes back into our subconscious and it becomes a habit. So whatever you become conscious of that habits start to like unfold. Mm. So when you start becoming conscious of that thing, that hurt, that I have that hurt. So it starts getting dissolved automatically. And you have to go through some bit of understanding. Like I have this process, which I've used. It's a kind of a problem solving method. It's first acknowledge the problem, then accept the problem, then understand the problem. In understanding the problem, the problem will automatically get solved. Then change will happen. Okay. From understanding okay, the problem in entirety, the change will happen automatically. Either a behavioral change or either a psychological change. Then after that change, you have to maintain. Maintenance, people forget maintenance. Once the change happened, they think like now the job is done. No. Hmm. If the river starts, it stops flowing, it stagnates, right? So you have yes. to keep the river flowing. And then there is, I have seen, I have observed like this natural desire to share comes, which is coaching. 
right we are we are all coaches you are a professional coach and i also coach my sister all the time <laughs> and i coach other people as well <laughs> so <laughs> so this coaching comes naturally when you work on yourself it's not like you are doing it for some like other reason it's naturally you are inclined no, to right. do that it's a human right. nature so it's like yeah so it's you're just telling your experience but your experience just so happens to be look what i found in myself and you can find it too right that's beautiful i love that hmm. that's what this you have to tell thing. the tribe right using your analogy yeah you have to tell the tribe yeah. like what happened so they don't go through it if we are going right. to solve all the problems from scratch then we are going to spend all our life solving problems right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah so uh, we discussed in our earlier conversation like we are going to take this concept of mindset and we are going to explore other things so when i think about uh, these five pillars okay so what are uh, let's start first by defining like how you understand like what is a mindset then we'll move forward i guess easiest way i can think to explain it is just the glasses you're wearing at a certain point in time right so mm. let's say you wake up in the morning and you put on a sweatshirt and sweatpants right you look in the mirror and you immediately think okay i'm i'm going to be comfortable i'm going to be lazy today i'm just going to chill mm. right that's just your mindset just based on that now let's say tuesday comes around and then you mm. put on a suit and a tie and you're looking in the mirror your mindset is automatically going to be i'm about my business today i'm getting my money mm. right so it's kind of just like what glasses are you wearing today are you wearing sunglasses are you wearing you know snowboarding goggles that's kind of i guess just the layman's way oh, that's an amazing analogy what glasses are you wearing so a mindset is kind of a glass how we look mm-hmm. at things so when when you when we think about all these pillars so what are some mindsets you have found like uh, are the most important ones to have the bad ones the bad ones mm-hmm. the bad ones are the most important ones yes yeah can you elaborate on that so yeah so there there's a couple of people that profess like jordan peterson says you have to become a monster mm. and then learn how to tame the monster right mm, i love that yeah so that's that's what i mean by that those are the most important ones those are your like the survival ones right like being a man you have to be a lover you have to be a nurturer but you do have to be a warrior mm-hmm. right and you you do have to be a provider you do have to be a hunter you have to be all of these things yeah. right you have mm-hmm. all kinds of different pairs of sunglasses mm-hmm. but you have to learn how to take them off and put on new ones mm-hmm. right and for to doing that you have to have like a warrior has to have this sword which he uses to dissect things right mm-hmm. mm, i you i like how to put the sword back and, in uh, it's i think it's the least talked about thing in society as society we ignore which run on this negative theme right but they they have their own utility if used correctly like one of my definition of uh, intelligence is to put everything at its right place what i have seen like things start to trouble us when they are in wrong place and some things maybe uh, if you will uh, acknowledge them if you will examine them some things might not have any place in your life for example cigarettes right we both used to be smokers <laughs> and we are not because we have yeah. realized like it has no place in our life no 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 yeah so same with this 
shadow aspect of human psyche i get it so how you have in your life like acknowledged that part of yourself and how you have used that shadow aspect of your psyche to create change i <clears throat> to be honest man i i wasn't aware of it and i'm still it's still kind of murky hmm. but subconsciously i would just self destruct all the time right or i would experiment yeah i would experiment with let me just say something or do something foul and then kind of get the feedback and then i'm like okay so you know why does this affect that person that way why why does when they say something affect me that way and kind of step back from it like yeah just social experiments like i i can talk about all these concepts but it's the the more you know the less you actually know man is there's just it's what do you mean by that the more you know the less you actually know you you ever see that picture of an iceberg yeah. and on the top what you can see is like conscious and then underneath is just 90% of it is underwater mm. right you know what i mean mm. you can only see so much of the iceberg mm. cuz the rest is underneath the water how long can you hold your breath but everything is always moving and expanding so we're never going to know everything because it's always changing everything is always different yeah one of the fascinating thing when i was reading the book i came across is this the point of time i saw that i created a mental model out of that that optimistic people create leverage such a fascinating mm-hmm. line optimistic people create leverage in society we have this picture of a successful person that he has to use people he has to win by kind of at other people's cost win mm-hmm. by when he's winning so others are losing but what i read it's just the opposite like optimistic people create leverage so can you talk a little about that i mean we hear it all the time in in the mainstream and don't get me wrong I, i'm a human i make mistakes too you know yeah, probably way. you know it is what it is but they say that there's two ways to have the tallest building in the city mm-hmm. one is to build the tallest building in the city and the other one is to chop all the other buildings down <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> what the hell <laughs> nice nice yeah. and so that's that's kind of what we see in the movies is people just chopping down all the other buildings <laughs> right <laughs> stuck around like yeah mm-hmm. people like Gary Vee are the ones that really inspired me mm-hmm. you know they yeah. it's just no matter what's going on there's an opportunity right mm-hmm. some people look at no matter what everything is an obstacle mm-hmm. and they only get so far yeah or they do get really far but they're miserable mm-hmm. because they they think the wrong way mm-hmm. but if you see everything as an opportunity maybe it is an obstacle but it's an opportunity to overcome the obstacle right and now, now not only are you getting better but the people that are watching you they're getting better too cuz now they know how to jump over the obstacle. Hmm. And you don't even have to tell them, you're just running the race. But they're watching. Yeah, opportunity to get over the obstacle and become stronger in the process, right? Yes sir. And yeah. inspiring other people along the way and without having them. to do it. Yeah. We, yes, we were also talking about this parallel between mind and universe. So Yeah. What are those parallels and what's its relevance in our life so i read this fable called the tale of two wolves i don't know if you've ever heard that it's it's an old yeah legendary yeah. it's um 
Native American thing, but that's subjective. But the tale is there's this kid who got in trouble and his grandfather was kind of coaching him through what he was going through. And mm. he said that there's there's a battle in his mind between two wolves. Right. And he explains there's the, you know, the, the black wolf is jealousy, rage. I want to hurt. I want to get revenge. And then the white wolf is like love and understanding and, you know, all of these peaceful things. And we all have this in our mind in the, in the, the, the kid goes to the, to the elder and he asks, well, which one is going to win? Mm. And the elder says, which one you feed the most. Love. So I've noticed yeah. that parallel everywhere, you know, with the yin and the yang mm. everywhere, the, just the, the mm. dark and the light star Wars, everything dark side of the force, light side of the force, like everything. It's just mirrored. Yeah. We live in this dualistic universe where many people claim to be saints, but I don't understand like how can light exist without darkness? Anything to exist, there has to be darkness. Mm. If light has to be, there has to be shadow or there is no light. The concept of life evaporates if there is no shadow. That's heavy. Also, uh, this concept of this idea of running your life like a business, it really fascinated me. <laughs> and I wanted to know like how it works and especially why it works and how you have used this framework in your life. So that's the thing that I am struggling with most in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So you can get up 6.30, brush your teeth, get ready to go to work, work your nine to five yeah. every day. No problem. But when you want to start a business, you're like, eh, I'm not feeling it today. I'll work on it tomorrow. I'm not, like, why is it so easy for us to go work for somebody else? But when we when we have something that we need to work on, put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner. So interesting. Yeah. It's so easy, right? Mm. But then when you want to do something for yourself, it's really hard. So this is something I'm struggling with myself personally, is structuring my life as an entity, as a business. Hmm. So I filed LLC, you know, I did that, get your your taxes and all that stuff in order. And now everybody that's in your life, are they serving Hmm. you or are they keeping you away from your business? Hmm. Are they gossipy, negative people? Hmm. Are they positive people? Like not necessarily as employees, but you have Hmm. to protect your ecosystem. Like this is bad for my business. This is bad Hmm. for my brand. This habit is terrible for my business because in 10 years, you know what I mean? You have read this book, uh, The E-Myth? No, I haven't. Uh, you should check it out. It's a damn nice book. What's it by? It talks about this only. Like, uh, uh, the name is E-Myth. It's uh, by Michael Gerber, I think. And the book says like we have these three personalities when it comes to business, which is first is the visionary, right? Which visions the dream, like what I'm trying to create, what I'm trying to do in the world and how we are like gonna achieve it. The second is manager who has to decide like what needs to done, get done today to, to go where we want to go. And the third personality is technician who's going to get to work and gets his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So when you put on your visionary hat, then you should come with a vision. Okay. And when you like, when the vision, vision part is done, you know, like where you, where we are going, like just take that hat off, put it off, give the work to manager. 
like this is the mission then when the work is done like give that to technician like this you have to do today today we need to record this podcast with ronnie <laughs> this is the technician right visionary will never do that visionary will saying why we are going to change the world bro yeah <laughs> why why yeah. what was what a single podcast will do <laughs> <laughs> you never know <laughs> So yeah, it's a great book. I think you should check it out. And I think Gary V also talks about in the same thing. He says like you have to be the architect and the mason at the same time. Either you are mm-hmm. falling off when it comes to masonry, or either your architecture is bad. Like you are being a bad architect. And yeah. I have struggled like this a lot myself, and I still struggle on a daily basis with this. It's very easy to talk, and it's very hard to like walk your talk. and uh, recently when I, i i started this podcast i'm talking a lot right on the mic and when it comes to action i was always thinking like am i doing as much action as well that i'm or i'm just a talker which i never want to be I, what will happen by talking like few people will get inspired and what not but in my own personal life going back to that analogy of the human organism uh, if i'm focusing on my flourishing my uh, healing and growth so by talking nothing is happening right in my life the talking is a walking though yeah talking is walking <laughs> when you do it on this big platform <laughs> yeah you're, you're being forced to walk now <laughs> that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one of the perk of doing this <laughs> so what kind of um what kind of mindset hacks do you have to to force you to like commit like i have to do this podcast today i have to do this i know it's late but i have to do research and i have to create this the intro the outro what what do you use to keep yourself accountable uh, i have this uh, reality mirror kind of and okay. if i'm not doing something actually like i will say first the, the, there is this reality mirror which uh, i learned from david goggins mm-hmm. you have to have this mirror in front of you which tells you reality he calls it something else and what i believe like you you should never uh, just copy someone's idea like just get inspired and make it your own so i have this reality mirror in front of me and it's in my room where everybody comes okay so everybody can see that i know that even they don't see that but i know that they see <laughs> they can see mm, it's there okay and i put these notes he is lazy he doesn't do the work he gets up at 2 pm in the day he is a smoker and i put those notes there wow. in front of everybody maybe they don't see i i don't think so they, they see that but in my mind like the which i call i have labeled this voice inside of me i call it losty softy it's a lost person it's a soft person inside of me okay he is always coming up with excuses he is always coming up with why i can't do something so when that voice comes into action i recognize it oh lost is of <laughs> your back bro okay right so this okay. is one of the aspect that. another aspect is creating a reality mirror which and you not allowing yourself to run away from that like what i am i am that that's the acknowledging part right i'm acknowledging who i yeah. am i'm not going to run away whatever like bad good whatever the situation is i'm not judging myself but who i am i am and mm. why i need to change myself is because where i want to go 
this person lost his opt is not going there like the person i used to mm-hmm. be 3 4 years ago i was a highly depressed uh, i was labeled by psychiatry bipolar disorder and i had a learning disorder and ironically i'm <laughs> i'm in a learning space right now i'm working in a learning space so that's good <laughs> we have made some progress and my like i had a lot of excuses like my mother is have some psychiatric disorders not i'm grateful to my parents but not that good of a parenting i've received bad student not working not earning money like there was a tons tons of i had this huge list of 50 things like these are my problems uh in india english speaking is very very important if you have to get the job you have to learn english so my english was very very poor very very bad english insomnia i had insomnia i mm. can't see like my life was hell dude i was living yeah. in hell and i mm. had no idea how i'm going to get out of this and one day i was just uh, standing there is a bridge where i live so i was standing on that bridge and i just gave myself an ultimatum that dude either you're going to go home or figure this out whatever like whatever it takes you're going to get out of this hell or either jump right now many people mm-hmm. will say i was suicidal but i was not suicidal i was giving myself and like giving that mm-hmm. voice in me that you said like that shadow warrior kind of that mm-hmm. dark side of me was saying to the losty softy that do it's enough yeah. okay you have to sit down and you have to let me take over i can get th- this yeah. this done you can't your upbringing your conditioning it's too soft you're too soft mm-hmm. for life the warrior was like dude look back what has happened what have you done what have you able to do the world is crushing you or you are being crushed this is happening yeah what i had to do i had to let that warrior take over for a moment and then i have to what you said then i have to take control of that warrior not just mm-hmm. like let him take over my psyche and rule because he's a destructor right and who who even was that who was it that wasn't you cuz you're still here you killed him so who was that the shadow part the lofty softy who was that the losty softy is my upbringing it's my conditioning mm-hmm. i've been conditioned mm-hmm. that person the losty softy has bipolar i don't have bipolar the losty softy right. has learning disorder he has a uh, like a bad parents he has like uh, financially very weak mindset is bad learning disorder insomnia what not he can't take care of anything so <laughs> he's lost his opti that's why his name is that <laughs> still I, yeah. have, i will not say like i have killed it he's still there uh, it's a constant battle it's a tug of war between the warrior and the lost his opti and sometimes lost his opti takes over and sometimes mm-hmm. i'm not able to get things done and then i realize in the middle that dude the warrior comes back it's kind of a habit i think which you develop over mm-hmm. time and what is happening like i am uh, becoming through repetition very good at doing that like when the lost is of takes over i recognize it and i let mm-hmm. him pass and, and the warrior come back comes back and he takes over again and it's sometimes like it's it's a great model to think about but uh, 
when i think like it's more complicated than that what do you mean i mean that sometimes they both can be present at the same like right now i can right now i can recognize in myself i'm over exposing myself so the losties of these getting scared oh okay what the hell are you doing dude this is going to live on youtube and on all yeah. platforms everybody is going to watch podcast is not over yet you are over exposing yourself like this is the feeling i'm explaining the feeling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the warrior is going on at the same time he's going on yeah. so i'm recognizing at the moment that losties of peace activated but i'm not stopping and this happens in my runs as well when i'm running yeah. that voice comes back oh, let's go home man it's 4 o'clock in the morning it's winter time you're yeah. running in the fog it's raining as well why the hell are you here the <laughs> losties of peace gets activated and then you have to recognize it and it and keep moving forward that's yeah. the warrior shit <laughs> yeah was it gargan say that's his your your inner bitch that's what gargan says yeah right your inner bitch it's really, it's really <laughs> i love <a> that bitch <laughs> it's worse than that <laughs> yeah and the funny thing is like he also like that voice also looks for kind of relatability kind of similarities like he looks is constantly looking out there in the world like where i can get this confirmation that i am right have you faced this yourself yeah every day like i yeah. the same feeling you were just describing i felt like when we first got started it's like mm-hmm. ah, nah, let me go get some water let me you know what i mean just right. that feeling of being exposed like mm. naked but then it's like whatever it's just two people talking man <laughs> it's not that big of a deal <laughs> i would say in society we have this kind of paradigm where we think strength is lifting weights and doing that alpha shit but i think like what we both have done today that's a better example of what strength truly is it's vulnerability mm-hmm. right you have to be vulnerable mm-hmm. if you can't be vulnerable like what kind of strength that is at the end of the mm-hmm. day like people can judge us all they want like but we are not sitting in our homes and just like wondering we are doing there like out there doing something so we should be i think we should be proud right. of that yeah it it took me until last year to have a moment with myself and tell myself i was actually proud and i'm almost 40 man mm-hmm. So they're they're really hard on us and we and we need to we need to inspire that in more people, you know, it's just to cut the bullshit and express who you are, express your authenticity and just get better every day. Better every like, day. like you said in the book, man, do what's necessary not what is easy. Mm-hmm. I think it's the great place to end this conversation. So what will be your message to the world? Stop judging and blaming and making excuses and comparing find something that you can do something about and then fucking do it yeah. you know that's it doesn't matter yeah really is man cuz like you said that we are an organism if you zoom out we're just a bunch of cells we're not really as important as we think we are <laughs> so realizing that is very very important for your mental health <laughs> i've recognized mm-hmm. the more importance yeah. you feel the less mentally healthy you will be yes and the more self worth issues you have so tell them where they can find you um you can find me on facebook ronnie jones on instagram activated masculine and uh i have the 
all the links are in my bio there yeah so i will link all that on the show notes people can go and find that and get connected with you and grab your visa yeah and yeah i'll send them over to you man this was a beautiful experience thank you <laughs> same here dude and yeah thank you so much for giving your time and come again sometime we'll yeah some I'd other discussions to. on some other important things in life yeah let's get weird man yeah <laughs> till then stay strong stay stubborn yes, sir. and keep climbing all right peace and blessings